killed him a man when he was only three. <laughs> ate off his leg, and uh, I, I lost it. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. Once again tonight, we are continuing our journey in the town of Bloodstone. My name's Arthur, and tonight I will be playing Harold Rumsford. And as always, I am joined by a full house of amazing, incredible investigators. They are Chris as Bo, Emily as Florence, Wayne is Quentin, Scott is Yocker, and Rick is playing Philip. And of course, our incredible keeper for this amazing adventure is Michael. Michael, the show is all yours. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, just a reminder that Blood on the Rocks is a Call of Cthulhu role-playing game featuring horror themes for mature audiences, though sometimes played by people who aren't quite so mature. Emily, take it away. Okay. So, you may remember the week before last, we ended with a little bit of a cliffhanger. We had some... Uh, men brandishing guns in the square so yeah, I don't remember where we began last week andy is holding a gun two guns two guns and he is yelling for pete to come out he had yelled i'm gonna kill you i know you took her and uh also at the end of two weeks ago quentin had just rolled a hundred which we still had to deal with and his hundred turned into a little bit of a vision where he sees a slow motion gun firing from pete the surrounded by a dark shadow and then andy is just down and none of the rest of us even saw the gun let alone the bullet and we don't know what happened Pete stands over the body, speaks some poetry, drops his cigarette on it, shows not a drop of remorse. This is Pete the poet. Pete meets Quentin, claims uh, to be a better shot than Quentin, though he doesn't know. And of course, he's not bragging and he comes across as a little strange. At the same time, Philip and I, Florence, run to check on the body as does another woman from the town who turns out to be the Reverend Philomena Cunningham. We're attempting to save poor Andy. Philip plugs the hole to stop the blood loss with his finger, feels the heart still beating with his finger, Gross. tears a few ribs open and stuffs the cavity with a piece of my skirt. At the same time, um, blind Bart shows up with a red hot branding iron grazes Philip by accident, but then uh, Philip starts to cauterize the chest wound. Um, we lost poor Andy. At this moment, Philomena says the sixth has arrived creepily while holding Philip's wrist very strangely strong, she seems to be. And then uh, I take her back to my shop to clean up. She tries to convert me, it's a little awkward. She says to me, the six are here. She will call on me. I am one of the seven. 
have no idea what this means yet. At the same time, Quentin joins Philip. They pat down the body. Yaker, of course, just wants to take the body away to do his job. And Quentin tells us about the strange gun and uh, takes a revolver from the body, invites Philip and Yaker for a whiskey to talk about what he saw. While all of this is going on, Bo has gone to look for a large fella, Aza Watts, who is not good with money. I don't remember. I'm sure that has some significance. Um, we'll, we'll figure that out later. He's looking at body bills. He tries to bribe Marissa. She seems to be open to a bribe. She wants a cut. Harold was watching from a window and saw Pete the Poet head into body bills. Uh, however, Pete was in the bust side while Bo was in the boom side. They deliver the body to Seraphim Falls, head back to Boom. I join them. And then we, at this moment, all finally meet each other. Harold joins us as well. There are some introductions. We learn that Philip is medically trained and um, Bo mentioned a vein of glowing gold he had in his mind. Marissa joins us. She's curious, asks if we're conspiring. She says, no man who's ever drawn against Pete has walked away. At the same time, she seems to be flirting with Quentin. We continue discussing Pete. We don't know much about him, but uh, we do learn that Alfred Rose was the man that fathered all the stillborn children that have been uh, buried recently in these tiny coffins in the town uh, on different women though. He, He's, he gets around. He really wants an heir. And he was much more upset about the loss of his boys than his girls. His job is to transport the Lomava out of the mine. So this puts us on to a little bit of brainstorming about the Lomava. Does it cause sterility? Does it cause virility? Um, is it uh, causing this poor 19-year-old that Bo met earlier to be strangely shriveled and emaciated? We decide as a group to investigate. And we decided to send Bo undercover to the mine. And that's about where we ended. We were figuring out our next steps. All righty, well, I, I think seeing as though uh, me and Quentin here are unknown, in this town that uh, Quentin, if you're amenable, perhaps uh, the two of us can go. I know you're an actor, so you're probably well suited to uh, playing the role of a minor. Uh, if you want, you know, if you're not comfortable, I can give you a few tips, some, uh, some of the lingo that you might want to throw around. Uh, but um, my suggestion is if we, we, we don't go like we know each other, that way, if one of us gets in trouble, we both don't get in trouble. That was a clever idea there. That was a very clever idea, Bo, and I don't remember my accent right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clever idea. <laughs> no, that's I'm in, and I have the uh, I have the overalls to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're just uh, two strong men looking for work. Here, tell there's money to be had here. All right, so y'all y'all are gonna head down to the mine. Is that your goal? Uh, yeah, uh, Quentin and I will head down to the mine and see if okay. we can uh, get some uh, get some work. 
I can okay. pretend to be a member of the working class and go into the mine. <laughs> oh, we should, uh, geez, Louise, we should get you at least looking like you're a member of the working class there, <laughs> not some dandy from the East Coast, Boston to Washington. So, yeah, maybe we should stop by the uh, supply Mine. store and get you some. Well, the trouble is uh, we can't get you new dungarees because then you look just as silly. We got to maybe steal some dungarees. Well, I don't. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what your ethics allow, but perhaps we can steal some dungarees off a wash line somewhere. Well, we can uh, just kill ourselves a hobo. Oh, okay. My ethics do not extend that far. <laughs> I don't mind dumping hobos out of town, but I don't want to be the one that ends their lives well this is a, a third session and we have not killed a hobo yet <laughs> we are due to meet that, our quota that is kind of long for us <laughs> in this game dungaree wearing i i believe i believe uh filthy f filthy uh dungaree should be shouldn't be too hard to find in this town perhaps wandering around and just offering some money off of uh, some clothes online in an honorable way just saying those are the best jeans i've ever seen and give them a a few cents. I'm sure we'll get them. All right. Um, so y'all be on the hunt for some overalls. And uh, Bo, make a spot hidden. Well, I guess I should open my character. You, yes, might, you might ask me to do something at some point, and I would need to know some numbers. <laughs> it's probably important to have that open. Okay. Uh, you, um, you, you do remember that when you dropped the crew off at the mine, that not too far from there was um, a, a pile of denim, but you're not sure what kind of shape it was in. Okay. Uh, Quentin, uh, I seem to remember there being a, a pile of denim on the way to the mine. Was that um, pile of denim on, uh, uh, attached to dead bodies? Uh, no, I think it might have just been uh, oh, discarded, uh, overly worn, maybe the ass cracks ripped out of it or some such thing. But uh, I'm, I'm sure... You know, if you look really, it's better that you look overly rough than overly uh, tidy. Perhaps we would consider that denim uh, contaminated. It might be contaminated by that filthy, horrible uh, rock that they're pulling out. And it's, uh, well, maybe it's we can get Harold to make you like a, a pair of lead underpants to protect your jewels from, <laughs> from contamination. I'm, I'm sure we can go wash them in a stream and contaminate that as well. <laughs> Yep, because uh, as we know, water cleans itself within a 10-foot length of stream. That's why you can drink water when there's a dead dead deer, uh, you know, 20 feet upstream. That's oddly specific, Chris. As long as they have a life straw. Did they have life straws back in the 1880s? Absolutely. Hey, guess what? I mean, based on this past week, we have a whole new challenge for y'all in Call of Cthulhu. It's the necrotizing bacteria. 
and let me tell you it's pretty easy to get like i mean it, you could walk by a plant it could waft up in the air and just fucking start necrotizing your brain you could be uh that, yeah, that might be in the air of your basement right now yeah that maybe that's what smells maybe it's necrotizing my table yeah. <laughs> did, did rick leave a piece of his you. arm oh. in your basement my, my arm's feeling a little numb now <laughs> I, I have a cut. Like, right, right, right. Oh, it's so small. Yeah. I can barely see it. All in fun <laughs> while someone loses an arm. It's it's really big. I, I know it's okay. hard to see, but it, it's it's a dangerous entry point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you should start pounding some antibiotics. It, yep, maybe until I puke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's when you know that you have enough. <laughs> All right. Are we? Is it? This is good. <laughs> when life becomes art and art becomes an asshole. That's it. <laughs> nope, becomes? Art's just hard. <laughs> All right. Um, Hi, Rick. Okay, tell me what others are going to be up to. Well, I have a few questions. I would like to go back to my shop and examine a couple of books that I know I have on the shelf that might maybe help inform us about Labava. But I also wanted to ask, in the description of the town of Bloodstone, um, you said it drew inventors and tinkerers. And I wondered, would Florence know if there was somebody in the area who had actually already been doing any tinkering with this substance that we could talk to as sort of an expert absolutely let's see probably uh, let me pull it up in the the list here and that is definitely someone that harold would want to talk to as well as a tinkerer of course was very interesting harold you haven't tinkered with lamava have you I, I I don't know. Um, I think maybe the keeper is the one who should answer that there question. I may have, but I don't remember. <laughs> would be very convenient. <laughs> it would be awfully convenient, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, it is part of what drew Harold here. Uh, though, Harold, how long have you been in town? Um, I was thinking a few months. A few months? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, long enough to have a house. And for some people to kind of know who I am. You want to make a luck roll? Let's see what you let's see what you've done with it. Oh, I sure do. Oh dear. That's a that's a 17. That's definitely a success. So that would make you uh friends with Help me out here, Emily, the driver of the the, the carriage whose children have been passing. Oh, Alfred Rose. Yeah, that would make you friends or at least know of Alfred Rose. And uh, let me just get this down. And you tell me, 
how do you and Alfred know each other? There's there's a reason he would feel indebted to you or mm. close to you that he would make sure to slip you. Whoa, hey, hey, slip me what? <laughs> um, so maybe we were both buying supplies in the general store at one point, struck up a conversation, and he had a specific engineering problem that I was able to answer for him. Does yeah, that, make sense? that would that would work. Maybe yeah, you know, we were uh, kind of we were kind of swapping stories, and he was saying, "Well, you know, I got this thing I'm working on, and I can't seem to get the that to do the this." And I, oh well, if you try the that thing and put it that over there, then it'd probably be more like his ass hurt from riding the wagon all day. Oh, he's oh he's the kids. guy who drives the stuff back and forth. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, well, so yeah, his ass hurt, and I figured out a way to put springs on his chair so that it it bounced a little bit. You know, guy, give him a little suspension. On his yeah. carriage chair. Well, of course, it also all has to be counterbalanced by a can of beans. Oh, of course, there you got it. You got to have your your beans as a counterweight. Don't don't be silly. Every good tinkerer knows that. Oh, um, my software is breaking down. This is not cool. Oh dear, is that the uh, the one you used to manage the, the characters yeah. and such? Oh, good. The one that sounds super dodgy that that um, half of us thought was spam. <laughs> Still don't think I've signed up for it. I don't trust it. I think it's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Is there any sort of word that's spelt out R A N S O M on there? <laughs> All right. Okay. So. So what you're saying up. is I, I fixed his wagon. Oh, what, what he doesn't know is that the Colonial Pipeline people also played Call of Cthulhu and used the same software. <laughs> or maybe my computer was just leaning on a key on my keyboard and it was not allowing it to. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, okay. The other two that you would know about, Emily, are Gerald Morrison. Uh, he's Gerald, kind of who? Morinson, okay. M-O-R-E-N-S-O-N. Gerald is uh, probably the really established town tinker. And, um, and inventor. He's the one who's been there the longest. And uh, well, he's okay. I, I wouldn't say he's, he's the, the best or anything. He's all right. He certainly knows a few things, Maybe. but you know, let's not exaggerate. He has quite a few patents, and he's he's highly respected, and the, somehow manages to do it all without cans of beans as counterweights. <laughs> See, uh, which is why because he's, he's uncreative. He's, he's just, just not very innovative. <laughs> Yeah. He just has a lot of money. Anyone, so... anyone can learn the trade and do it the way it's always been done. <laughs> you know, like anything else, he's the one with the money, so he can afford the lawyers to get the patents. <laughs> that doesn't make him any smarter or more innovative than anybody else. Harold, have you tried to get a patent for any of your inventions? Well, I don't have the money to pay for an attorney to go and file all that paperwork. And I'm just, I'm just in it to, to make things, to make people's lives better. I'm not in it to get rich or famous or anything. That is very admirable. Why, thank you. 
The the other inventor that you would know pretty well, and she would uh, stop into your bookstore often is Tanata Cole Fox. And Tanata used to work for Gerald. And that's been a bit of town gossip recently that she um, she used to work for him and no longer does. Make a knowledge roll for me. Wait, did you say Gerald? Yeah. Gerald, Gerald Morrison. So there's Gerald and Harold? <laughs> Where's my knowledge? Also, my oh. Tanata. Oh, it's at the top. Amazing name. Wait, where? where's knowledge? Rick says this frequently. <laughs> it's also oh, is there a knowledge? E-D-U. What's it actually wow. called? Oh. EDU and knowledge are, I think, okay. synonymous. Okay, oh. then, <laughs> then yeah. that's a success. Okay. And so uh, the, the lingerings about town are that uh, it, that she was Gerald's muse or concubine and that uh, they had some kind of lover's quarrel falling out. Um, and frequently you've heard Tanata talk about uh, as she stopped in the store over the last few months, uh, how much Gerald was changing, just how different he was. Okay. And make a psychology roll. That's a fail. You think she's a little bit crazy. Okay. You don't you don't really think that you believe her. Okay. Got a lot of uh, crazies hovering around you, Florence. I know. I was really thrown by Philomena the other day. She was just, she came on strong. Yeah, it's a good thing you got me around to keep your crazy count down a little bit. That's very true, Harold. I'm sorry. Is Quentin just nodding while eating fried chicken? I'm sad that the, the Quentin is <laughs> muted because I think we would have heard, heard nummy sounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest portobello mushroom sandwich I've ever had. There's the other half. It's like the size of Texas. Wow. These portobello mushrooms were like this big. Holy crap. So That's do you have a napkin laying on your belly? I do, because what the hell? Why not? As an old man does. That goes perfectly well with an your old overalls. man in, in overalls. <laughs> Just gonna say, I'm sitting on my wife's side of the bed right now, and I don't want to make a mess over here with the portobello mushroom sandwich. That's smart of you. How's that fun guy taste, Quentin? Uh huh. Been a long week. All right, Rick, Philip, Docker, what are y'all doing? So uh, I think when they go to talk to. The wagon driver, because I've had so many interactions with him, I'll probably go with. So I don't know if we're going Harold, to talk to the wagon driver, right? Too, right? I thought I already got um, some some. Uh, it's Loma Lava, right? right? Yeah, Loma you, Lava. You, Loma Lava. I thought I had already some gotten been... some from him. Yeah, but Florence, you were going to go talk to. I was. 
Yeah, I'll go with you. Oh, I thought we were going to go talk to the tinkerer guy. I was asking if anybody, if I would think anybody in the town might have knowledge about this substance. So we okay. can go talk to any of them. Okay. But well, I'm just, I'm thinking that Alfred might have some something to tell us because of his frequent exposure, but also mm -hmm. Gerald and Tanata might be good sources of information. Okay. Do you have an opinion? Do you think we should talk to anyone in particular? No, I think that sounds like a, a great order of operations. Him first and then the tinkerer and the uh, potentially crazy lady. Yeah, with the, she with is. The amazing name. Weren't we also going to talk to the guy who did the shooting? We don't currently know where he is unless Harold tells us. Oh, I thought he was in. Only the... Harold knows he that. Was... No, no, he was upstairs. I thought he was upstairs with a woman. Harold saw him leave the square. None of us did. Uh, you guys so, are just remembering, overhearing. So I'm telling you, if Harold shares with the group that uh, he knows where Pete the Poet uh, went, then we can go talk to Pete the Poet. But we don't know where he is. Hey, Harold, have uh, you seen anything uh, interesting <laughs> lately? Well, no, I'm not going to game it. So, I mean, my character, uh, I mean, I was there around the shooting. Um, I didn't see necessarily where Pete the Poet went, but presumably I would ask around and try and find out who did the shooting. Was that fair, Keeper? After That's I fair. amended. Sure. And so I guess I would start asking around where Pete is. Who are you going to ask? Uh, well, as, uh, oh God, let me hold on, hold on. <laughs> Find your voice. Yeah, yeah, so I, I guess I would go ahead and then I would ask, uh, I would ask the uh, box keep, keep, I'd ask the uh, local box keep. I'd uh, maybe go by the uh, post office there, see if anyone's been uh, trying to send letters out, uh, maybe the horse stables, uh, train stops. Uh, try to catch anyone trying to skip town, uh, make my way around. So are you talking to Marissa, the barkeep first? Or yeah, are you yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah, I just I just ramble a lot. I just talk to myself in the middle of the store. I think I'm gonna talk to Marissa. <laughs> I don't know that Marissa can talk to you right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, honey, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I got, I got all this blood all over me. So uh, you, you got anything to get that out, Marissa? How, how do you know my name? I, I, I've been down here before, Marissa. I'm just, I'm just Philip from up in the mountains. You don't recognize me? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you clean some of that blood off, she might recognize you. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Uh, is this a attempt at a charm or persuade? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know anymore. Um, Since my go... skirt's already trash, I'm just going to tear off another piece and hand it to Philip. Wipe yeah, your face, honey. You're a mess. Ooh, that's one way to get skirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So oh. I'll, I will rub the, that over, and then I, I guess I'll try and persuade. Let's see how this goes. Ooh, five. Oh, oh, I, I just, I just didn't recognize you with uh, so much stuff on your face. You're, you're normally, you're, you're Philip, the good tipper. 
That's right. Good tipper. And, uh, and I, and I help refill the stocks when you're running low with some home brew and I, uh, bring out the banshee. Oh, Philip, of course. I bring Sorry. out the banshee in you. That's, I didn't use that as my, 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 my tagline for the, uh, for the product. It gets them all screaming. Who, Philip? Who screams? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel clean after this conversation. Anybody who drinks it, because it hits like a bitch, that's the banshee bitch. There you go. Look, I put it together. It took three episodes. It's only slightly less awful. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Philip, what what can I get you today? I think I need a tall glass of information and water, preferably the latter first, because I'm parched. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said that so convoluted. It's <laughs> the best conversation ever. I think, I think water, you got to go out to the trough because there ain't no indoor plumbing. I, I, I have a barrel just for just for special customers. Hey, there we go. There we go, Marissa. This, there we go. She knows. Yeah, that barrel's fresh from uh, about three weeks ago. It's only only been sitting over there for a little yeah. less than a month. Oh, that's, that's I didn't know Harold was still here. Hey, Harold. <laughs> 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 I don't know where anyone is. She goes, Philip, this is this is the water you like. It's the one all the girls wash their face in. Here you go. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> that was good water. All right. Well, now that I wet my whistle, uh, I can uh, talk out of this trap. So, uh, so I, I, I found a guy. He got shot. Uh, I heard it was Pete the Poet, maybe. Someone shot him. You hear about this person? You know where Petey is? You know where Petey is? The poet? She's trying. She's just drying glasses. <laughs> and she looks at you. And she says, Did you get that backwards? I, I was behind the bar all day. I didn't see anything. I thought it was yeah. Andy who got shot by Pete the Poet. Yeah, he got shot by Pete. You know where Petey is? The Petey Pistol? I haven't seen Pete. I'm not even sure I know who Pete is. Hmm. I I'm gonna do myself a little. Uh, is there insight? I don't even know what oh, game we're playing. Philip, it's psychology. I'm gonna do psychology roll. See if she's okay. She's trying to spin me a yarn. Open your goddamn wallet. Well, I'm gonna open it. Give me a second, hey. Bo, I didn't know you were here. How you doing? Bo? I don't know. I'm still here. I haven't gone to the mines yet. Seven, Seventeen. Yeah. Which for which for me is a hard success. Uh, she is obviously very anxious and nervous about talking about Pete the poet. Mm, I see. I see. Well, that's embarrassing. I know. I know. Sometimes Petey can be a little rambunctious. He clearly just murdered a man, so I would be. Uh, I, I would understand why somebody would not want to uh, to talk about it. But um, I don't know if there's anything that you could do that might <laughs> might help help with this information sharing or you know if you don't know anything maybe you know we can just be friends and you can just whisper things into my ear at times you know whatever comes to mind put your hand on so top uncomfortable. 
puts her hand on, on top of yours, Philip, and, and looks at you and she says, Philip, you, you, your money, it's, it's not good here right now, honey. It, you, 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 you keep that money unless you want some time with one of the girls. I'm sure she'd whisper into your ear anything that you'd want to hear. And I say, oh, that's very nice of you. And I take out a pen. Are there pens? There's pens. I don't know. <laughs> no. Do you have an ink pot to go I with it? I was just about to say, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, your, your uniball jelly. Harold's working on it right now. What what would I have? What could you write with? Anything? Uh, let me do a quick search uh, for pencils. It seems like pencils, something. right? They got pencils. Yeah. Bunk of graphite. I take right. out I take out my chunk of lead and I lick it and start writing on the money. Is Pete here? Make a make a persuade roll. Yeah, that's right. Five wasn't good enough. Well, this time my sixty-one, my pencil skipped. Okay. Pencils were invented in Germany in sixteen sixty-two. Oh, so I got wow. plenty of pencils. I'm a pencil packer. <laughs> pencil packing, mama. Put your pencil down. Um, do, do I hear him asking these questions? Make a listen roll. Holy fuck, that's an 18. So let me check my listen. I'm guessing okay. that's probably good, but oh shit forgot where my mouse was there we go there's my listen listen oh yeah that's definitely that's uh that's a hard success and and she she puts her hand back on your hand and the money again and she says philip i don't think you understand your money's no good right now unless you want one of the girls to whisper in your ear and she she pushes it back to you Say, well, what? Well, hold on there. I didn't say no to the latter proposition. Where, how, how much? Uh, hey, excuse me there, Philip. Um, when you're, oh, Harold, when, you're back. When you're done having this conversation, um, you, you might want to come and chat with me back over at the table over there. I, I, uh, I might have some completely unrelated information that you might find very interesting. Uh, yeah, I, Philip, we're all over at the table because we never <laughs> fucking left. You just come on back. Is that Quentin Barry eating a huge portobello mushroom? Is that... Yeah, he uh, is. yeah, he uh, truffled at, it up himself. Look at him there, balance, balancing stuff on his belly. He's pretty talented, Quentin, that guy. Quentin, you look like heat in this spot from Futurama. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you could have, oh my gosh. If you could have Sarah drop grapes from the ceiling, that would be perfect. <laughs> I um, did have a plate full of blueberries and blackberries. <laughs> and there's right. still half a tub of uh, chocolate pudding in the fridge from the. <laughs> perfect. But but so just so I understand, who's who's normal town folk and who's new? Bo and Quentin are new. Harold, normal town folk. Harold, you've been here. I've been right? here a bit. Lawrence and Jack, Jacker has. Yeah, me and Quentin are the only ones. Right, just... so I wouldn't know Bo and I wouldn't know Quentin. So I would look at Harold now and go, Oh, Harold, who are these two uh, schmohawks that you've uh, been uh, befriending over here? They look like uh, new city slippers. You already met us. Remember? Yeah, I, I think you met them about two weeks ago. <laughs> 
Jesus, are you having a stroke, Philip? Hey, Philip. No, you... I'm not. Okay. <laughs> do you smell some toast there, Philip? It's all that to be, medical to be fair, cocaine has been taken. We, we missed a week, so we did. All right, and that wasn't in the recap. Maybe it was. I said introductions all around. Well, wait, that's very generic. Anyway, okay. Time. Here, wait. Should I be more specific? Let me just flip Please. back. A no, no. <laughs> no. Really right. Oh, bro, Quentin. Thank you. It's been great to see you again in the last ten minutes when you bought my white lightning a second ago. You nailed Hi it, there, Philip. Here in nailed the bar. Yeah. Hey, Philip. I'm still drinking it. I, I'm only about halfway through. <laughs> oh, because it's good. only been about well, five minutes. It's clearly <laughs> inebriating. Um, all right, and I'll go and I'll join Harold, and I'll be. I just, I just, I'm just exasperated. I'm gonna just give you kind of insights on my. On my my ability here, uh, I am just tired, Harold. Uh, just saved, tried saving a man's life, did what I could. I got my up into my wrist and his vital organs there, and I can't uh, get any information here about Pete the poet. You know where he's at? Hey, he so, uh, so Philip, I, I I think if if I remember correctly, because it has been a couple of weeks, and I wasn't really paying that much attention when it happened two weeks ago, but if I remember correctly, he walked into the, the whorehouse there next door. Oh, you mean... And Florence... Yeah. No, Florence the is, body... body no, see, we're, the we're in the body bar. They're just the like the here. same... They're two halves of the same building. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. With like, connecting doors. They're like a cookie. Okay. And I think, I think Harold, you also saw him going upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's a right. Cookie? I did. I saw him go. Oh, you know, one of them half moon cookies with the white on one side and the chocolate on the other side. But it's all there. We go. Cookie. Harold knows what I'm talking about. You gotta look for the cookie. <laughs> for once, I was actually on with the him there. On one side, and then you have drinking and inebriation on the other. It's the perfect cookie. And what are you? The cream in the middle? No, I'm when you fold them together. I'm that little crease. I'm thinking we should have done a one-off this week. <laughs> I think we might be doing a one-off because this is a whole different story we're doing here. <laughs> this, turns out, uh, this turns out to be uh, Philip's fever dream. And uh, next week it's like, oh, we're... Where were you, Philip? Why are you still on me? Let's just... <laughs> It's incredibly oh entertaining. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, oh, so Philip, I, I think, I, think I, I also I, I I seem to just remembered something else here that that I I saw him go upstairs with a lady. Oh oh oh! Yeah, so he'll oh. probably be down in about two three minutes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ouch. Oh, minutes in a terrible case of rug burn. All right, well, uh, I'll go chat with Mutt. Should, should I should I try uh, venturing upstairs under the premise of uh, absconding with a lady of the afternoon? That I don't know. Genius if... to me, Phil. Uh, I, Assuming I don't know you're at you... the table with us, I don't know where the fuck anyone is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys at the bar? Or no, I think we're table? sitting no, at the we're table. We're at the table. We're convicting. Okay. Yeah, Philip. I think that's a. I think that's a great idea. Yaker's gonna say, "Um, I, I just Holy have a question." Holy shit! Yaker is here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what exactly are you gonna do upstairs if you find him with a woman? 
Yeah, I don't think you want to interrupt a gunslinger I, not, while he's doing sure. that. I'm not oh, sure, Phil, maybe. you know how these things work, but he's not going to be happy to see you at all. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe Yaka's got maybe, a point. Maybe he can get an adjoining room and just kind of... Because this is the old West, and they didn't make walls as soundproof as I imagine they'll be in the future. Well, here's the thing. You know, we know he's packing, and when he's... Uh, Everyone uh, knows he's packing. But, and he's up to, he's upstairs uploading. <laughs> exactly. And so what we can do is we can bust in with these, uh, his, uh, his knickers down and uh, grab his, uh, his weapon. And uh, wait, are we talking about his gun? But Phil, no one's seen his weapon. Oh, I think that I think that no, I think that lady's seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think again, I don't don't think Philip knows how these things work at all. You've been in the mountains too long. I I don't really have an exit strategy here, I'm just sort of going with it, and I kind of I'm kind of open to it, so we can Uh. try and. What yeah, do I don't. I don't think any of us can outgun that son of a bitch. Well, with his pants down, we can. Well, yeah. you're, you're more than he, welcome to do that. I think I'm gonna stay sitting right down here while yeah. you go and he try lets, that. He lets know how that works out for you. And uh, just to be clear, you're just gonna go up there and you're gonna shoot him? No, I'm gonna take his weapons and we can question him because there was some. Why? Hey, why did he shoot someone randomly? I think there needs to be some town justice here. Randomly, the other guy was, the other guy was threatening to kill him with, with guns that's, flowing in yeah, the air. That's frontier justice, right? Yeah, there. he defended himself with anything. We're, we're all okay with this. All right. Well, it's just the fact that the whole situation is curious. That's what we want to know more about. So, yeah, we someone, some, I forget who, someone was telling us about that there was some, uh, like black mist or something that comes shooting out. Quentin. Oh, yeah, Quentin. Yeah, Quentin saw something uh, terrible. Terrible odd. All right. Dubious. I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. So I'm, I'm going to go back up to the uh, mod or Marissa, whatever her name is. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go great. Minge. Don't tell him. <laughs> you give it your best shot there, Philip. It's like my... it's like... Hold on, I go back over to the table. Her name's Marissa, right? Maud. Maud? I was right the first time. No. No, it's honey, not Maud. Don't listen to him. I'm pretty sure it's Megan. Don't tell him. It's Marissa. My, my recollection is Marissa, but it's Marissa. Marissa. I've it's known Marissa. her for years. Florence, you're here? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I think I think Philip I just is... tore up my skirt for you, Philip. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> I I think when Dr. Phil there was reaching around in those innards, he scraped oh, himself man. and he's got some necrotizing bacteria in the Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So I'll go up to Marissa. And I go, hey Marissa, a, uh, what would it cost for a uh, a uh, brief session uh, of uh, discourse with one of your fine female employees, uh, maybe in a room next to somebody uh, verbose penman of oh, home? Oh, honey, Philip, your tongue is certainly not doing what it's supposed to. 
listen to me. Um, I'll pay extra in that case. Wow. Oh, oh, I do believe you mean not discourse, but intercourse, correct? Well, well, well yes. I, yes, I think that's exactly what you were meaning to say. I believe Wanda might be available and you could go right up the stairs with Wanda. Let me call her down for you. Marissa, let me just ask you real quick. Philip, this, Philip, you're yeah. doing the wrong thing with your mouth, honey. Oh, I don't like where this is going. I really just wanted to be in a room next to Pete the Poet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you do everything you can as the keeper to help a player along. Right. And, okay, all right. And they right. just want to throw themselves in front of the train. So okay. sometimes oh, you have to let them throw themselves in front of a train. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going. I'm just all right. Fine. I'll go up and have intercourse with Wanda. <laughs> Call me a fish. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Really, Rick? Hey. Are you okay? <laughs> you smell toast. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Why are you pulling the book out? The book out. <laughs> I changed my mind. Here comes the train. <laughs> I was just trying to move the plot along. <laughs> yeah, let's make a oh an everything roll. Oh, I know. Let's make let's make an appearance roll at disadvantage. A what? APP. A is that a thing? Yeah, it's yeah, on the top for mm -hmm. it. No, it's APP. It's like charisma. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. 42. 42. Oh. That's good. And 31. Um, and mine is 45. All right. And she says, oh, Philip, I tried really hard to help you, but you, you <laughs> have fun upstairs, okay? And she reaches over under the counter and she she rings one of the bells. Um, she's got a lot of, uh, and and this is this is pretty common. Uh, in fact, uh, Harold, you you helped install this for the bar, and it is. <laughs> is it a can of baked beans attached to a bell? The bells are empty cans. Ding, ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. I just like the idea that he puts in actual cans of baked beans into each one of his uh, inventions. He, he invented yeah. the first telephone, two cans with a piece it's of the in It's the long-distance working ladies notification system. You got it, Harold. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. At the other end in the room is an empty can of beans with what inside, Harold? Um, well, of course, some empty dry beans that rattle when you pull the line, the line. So, so anyway, Marissa goes over and she smiles at you and she winks and she pulls one of the ropes and she said, she'll be down for you in just a minute. Philip, you go have a seat with your friends. Oh God. All right. So I'll look over and I'll go over and I go, Florence, Florence, can, can you come over here for a second, Florence? I trust you. Sure. Sure. Philip, what's up? 
What can I do for you? Way to take a shit on the rest of us here, Bill. We're all here. You're still here. We're all here. You know we can hear you, right there, Philip. We heard every word of that part, especially the because we because I can trust you part. I go, Florence. These these hooligans, they're nice people, but I I can't I don't fully trust all of them, and Harold might use all of my money to. To, you know we can still hear you, right, Philip? Yeah, I know you hear me, here. So I'll go, Florence, here. I'm going to give you my wallet, less the money I need to handle this affair, just in case I get knocked out and uh, robbed. I'd rather that not happen. You know, Philip, if you think that's a real danger, you don't have to go. I set this ball in motion, and I feel it is far too late at this juncture to turn the course. <laughs> To turn the ball around? Uh, yeah. Here's, here's, there you go. Uh, so I'll hold uh, on to it for you. Thanks, 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 thanks. Well, you see, it. if you put a ball, a ramp in front of the ball, it, it'll change direction. I do that I all the time. I think when you, you start a ball air. down a ramp, you, uh, you, and you I, put another ramp I'm and it changes sure direction. He doesn't know how to use his ball and he's got to go all upstairs right, and learn. All right. All right. Oh, okay. And I look at the rest of you and I say, listen. If I get in some real danger here with Pizza Poet, I'm going to yell out Geronimo <laughs> as loud as I possibly can. Wait wait there, Phil. Are you sure you trust us to do that? I do. I just don't trust you to hold my money right now, Bo. Is oh, that okay? okay. <laughs> what do you yell during sex? <laughs> it's yell, the it's same thing, oddly. Oh. <laughs> 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 um. I... I Somebody make a spot hidden. Not not Philip and not Florence because oh, they're I've talking. Got a, I've got a good okay. One. Uh, yep, I made it. Had a fifty. I rolled a forty-eight. Okay, Excellent. so out of the out of the corner of your eye, you notice what uh, one of the working ladies come down to the bar, and uh, Mar- Marissa whispers to her, and and the lady whispers back. And and there's obviously just kind of some sort of exchange, and uh, the, the lady points over at your table's direction, and Marissa nods, and so you you watch that exchange as um, as she comes over and she wraps her arms around uh, or Philip's neck very gently and leans down and she whispers in your ear, and she says. I heard you wanted to come upstairs with me. Oh, Wanda. Wonderful Wanda. Of course I would. She goes, oh, dear. Marissa said you're quite the talker. <clears throat> yes, yes. I, I seem to have quite the pair of lips on me. So why don't we head on upstairs? And uh, I don't have to uh, bother my newfound friend yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Woody, bef- Woody Allen. Before they walk away, I just want to grab Philip's hand and put my little gun in it, and say, <laughs> "We'll just make it an even trade," because I have his wallet. I don't know how much money I honestly had. In the I don't know. <laughs> it, I don't care if it's an even trade. You're afraid you're going to die, so I gave you a gun. Yeah, we're going to find out how much money was in your Hopefully wallet. Hopefully I can give 
when you go upstairs and we split it all up? I just was afraid I was going to get, like, knocked out and robbed. I didn't say anything about dying. Okay. Maybe I'm just afraid. (laughs) I think I had, it looks like I had maybe 60 bucks on me. I don't know. Oh, perfect. So we each got about $12. Didn't actually mean to take your money for my gun. My spending level is 10, (laughs) so I think I only had 10 on me. Never mind. Yeah, that's two bucks each. Whatever, I can take it back. Uh, no, I got you. I, I, I think I think it was an exchange of collateral rather than yeah, a that purchase. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. That's, okay. That was my intent. And then I'll just hop, skip, and jump up the stairs with Wanda. That sounds great. <laughs> so so she pulls you up from your chair, and yeah, and <laughs> and um. And she she walks you up the stairs and very giggly, very happy, and um, she says, "So what do you what do you think you're gonna want to do?" Oh, I think a wonderful, lovely, quiet session. That's just as quiet as we can make it. That's what I'm really into. Just the quietest, just just mouse like activity. Oh, okay. I think I know what you like. And oh, so, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so she she takes you up the stairs, and uh, you're new in town, right? Yeah. Me? Oh, no. Yeah. I have been living in the mountains. I come down. I visit. I trade my moonshine for utilities. I listen to the general manager, the general store That's guy. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you partaken of the brothel? Yeah, I'm, I'm Philip Donner. I, 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 I eat that all the time. Okay, so normally when you get up the stairs, you go down the hall to the right, <clears throat> okay? And there's, there's rooms up there essentially uh, above uh, the House of Boom, um, but, but the stairs are only from the House of Busts. Um, she takes you down to the left. Oh. And she takes you to the second to last door at the end. Oh, I see. And she, oh. Says, she says, Marissa told me to take really special care of you. This is my personal room. Oh, Wanda, that sounds so special. <laughs> and um, so anyway, and it, indeed, it's not just kind of like the bed, right? Um, it, it looks like there's some personal effects in there. And, and it possibly could be her room, right? There's uh, a framed image and um, a, a few little niceties and maybe a, a bottle of perfume. Um, so so it, looks, it looks like it could be her room. Um, and uh, it's, um, it's very dark in the room when she opens the door um there there's no kind of like typical open windows out um the the there's wooden shutters pulled from the inside and yeah not not feeling so good are you and um and it's quite dark in there and so your eyes are adjusting and she goes i'll be i'll be just as quiet as you want me to be philip and she goes i, I has something fun that we should try and she takes the bottom part of her dress and she rips it 
off. And is this she just starts... a thing now for Philip? Mm -hmm. Is this just women are going to be just ripping dresses? Is this, that's the pattern. Okay. And she, she starts to tie it around your eyes. And, uh, and she yep. pushes you, she pushes you down on the bed. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And yep. she goes, she goes, hold on. Just give me a second to get ready. You get unbuttoned, big boy. Oh, you know, Phil, Phil Donner. That's that's me. That's here I go. <laughs> okay. Make a make a listen roll. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I should say while I was projecting that here, it was it was it was in a much more muted tone, much much quieter uh, when I was there. I'm not trying to make a lot of noise. You said this is a listen roll. A listen roll. Uh, uh, 97 <laughs> no it's a 27 um i can burn a little bit of luck but i don't know if it really matters this early in this whole thing i don't remember how luck we get luck back do we ever get luck back uh occasionally when you accomplish <clears throat> missions or something like that or do something heroic you can um, yeah you're never getting any back I mean, yeah, Philip, I, you're kind of making a heroic sacrifice right now. Thank you. I'm going to burn two luck then to do it. Oh, just two. Oh. I mean, the, the big, it's a thing. It's a whole campaign. It's not a yeah. <clears throat> we might never get out of the bar. I can't right. tell if your character's more Woody Allen if you and you get out of character are more Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> they're blending. They're blending. Okay. Um, while he's doing that, Bo and Quentin, are y'all headed down to the mine or are y'all sticking at the table? We need to go get ourselves some denim. Yeah, we got to go on a denim quest. That mountain okay. of denim. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll, I'm going to give y'all a few minutes to, to head down towards the mine. Um, are y'all riding or walking? Mm, don't have a horse. Uh, I, I have a horse that I have uh, put up in a, uh, a stable. Uh, but uh, I'd rather leave my horse in town and just uh, uh, Quentin and I can walk. Okay. Because I think you said it was uh, what, like a mile from town? It wasn't very far. Yeah. No, you could. It's probably. Um, I, I'd guess it's probably a half hour to an hour walk. It's yeah. not too bad. We could do that. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So while y'all are doing that, uh, the um philip you're you're laid out on the bed and uh you you hear <laughs> you hear the sound uh you can't tell if it's a knocking or if it's like a, a part of her clothes hitting the floor like maybe a belt buckle or something like that um and then and then a slight creaking sound, which could either be the mattress springs or uh, possibly some sort of door opening. Uh, well, I guess uh, am I? My hands are free. We haven't we haven't gone that far. Um, I will I will just uh, I'll just try and like position myself. But as I'm doing that, I'll turn and I'll just try and move the the cloth up a bit. So then as I turn back, I sort of peer, see? Okay. Um, and, and so... 
Oh, baby, here we go. Here we go. As you as you peel back oh, your gosh. eye, what you see is a lot of light flooding uh, the the wall that would be adjacent to the next room, uh, flooding in, and you see a the silhouette of a figure coming through through the wall. Yeah. Oh, Geronimo! <laughs> <laughs> And and you immediately <laughs> what, was that a signal for y'all? Yeah, it was. Oh, but could we hear it? Hey, yeah, Bo, did you hear something? The, I, I'll, I'll give you. If, if, if I didn't hear made, anything, did you guys uh, hear see, something? Quentin and Bo are out. Harold, Yonker, oh, yeah. and Florence. If yeah. one of you can make an extreme listen roll, <laughs> you might hear Geronimo. Can we all try? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. You three can all try. No, I got a I, 95. No. 81. <laughs> <laughs> Yaker, it's all on. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's so everyone in your group's rolling over 80s for you. So what Philip said was more like a Geronimo. <laughs> all right. And um, as you say that, uh, you you hear the sound of steel clearing leather and a click. <clears throat> All right, uh, which which you you know is is a gun. And uh, the voice the voice from the darkness or the, the silhouette and the light, I guess I should say, says to you, son. I'd stop your yelling. Hey. <laughs> He walks over and he puts the barrel right up to your lips. And he says, I hear you like to talk an awful lot. <laughs> and I also know that that little gun in your pocket isn't gonna hurt me. So here's what I suggest is you learn something else to do with that mouth besides talk. Or the next time I visit <laughs> uh -oh. you, you ain't going to be doing anything with it. That's not the kind of sex you were planning to have. <laughs> and then he says to you, death is nothing at all. It does not count. I have only slipped away into the next room. Nothing has happened. And then the gun's gone off your mouth in his holster, and the room's black again. Make a luck roll. Let's see whether he shit his pants. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 99. So if I got 100. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, God. This is a fantastic oh, yes. entertainment. Oh, really is. <laughs> you ricked it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, roll a D4. Four. Yeah, that, that's how much sanity you lose as you piss and shit the bed. 
Wow, you're now covered in blood. <laughs> this is shit. Well, then, then, then I, I've made my Saturday night quota. <laughs> <laughs> and Wanda says, "God damn it, Philip, get your ass out of here! You done messed my bed." Oh boy, it's pancake time, and I'll head downstairs. I hope you learned your lesson and get out of here. <laughs> and so, just to be clear, about a minute or two after he goes upstairs, he comes back yeah. covered in pee and yeah. shit. And doing that, he's doing that <laughs> shit shuffle where trying to keep it from going down his pant leg. He comes down the stairs in pee shit, and screaming, Geronimo! Geronimo! <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> uh, well, that oh, uh, that was a bad idea. That was that was conclusively a bad idea. Here's, it here's sounded like such a good idea it. from the start, uh, though. God, here's your wallet, Philip. Um, what can I do for you? I need I need to get a hose of some sort or a bucket of water. A hose. It's it's, it's eighteen hundred. Oh, uh, I... Here's a little tidbit information. Uh, you. Uh, got baths at barbershops. Uh, you could get a uh, hot bath for a quarter or a cold bath for a dime. Oh, you're back. I thought you left. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm not talking in that voice. Um, all right. So, so yeah, I'm going to, I need to go, I need to go find a bath and uh, change, change my I mean, there's that trough in the middle of town. That's that where the just horses want to drink from. Right there. The horses drink from that. <laughs> All right, so uh, in this, in, you know, with my sanity shaking, I go over to the trough, and I, uh, I dunk my, I dunk my ass in it. Your bare ass, or yeah, I'm not oh. a savage. Oh, you're, you're, you're really pushing it. Yeah, I'm sure the locals are gonna love that oh, idea. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm gonna miss it when Philip gets killed in the next episode. Episode. <laughs> He's about to get kicked oh, in the head God. by a horse. Philip, see if you can roll another hundred, buddy, on your luck. <laughs> uh, let me see. That is forty-six. And I'm good. All right. So uh, uh, wobbly and shaken, um, the, you managed to get in the trough in the center of town without anybody taking too much of a, a look. Maybe you get a glance and that ain't for bathing. That's for that's for the horses, damn it. But uh, nobody really confronts you on it. Yeah, that's fair. It's hard to confront a man covered in piss and shit. And blood. And blood. Ooh, thanks for that experience, Nick. Uh, Rick, that was yep, a lot of fun. Was, that was a highlight. Yeah, You're that, welcome. That I'm just going to sit back for the next hour. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Has your character been appropriately defiled? Yeah, I haven't had a character that rightfully rightfully rifled through in some time. That was, uh, that was an experience. Nice, nice. All right, uh, Quentin and Bo, uh, we can 
we can fast forward a little bit unless there's anything Harold Florence or Yocker wanted to do kind of immediately in response to Philip's uh, apparent episode. Uh, so when he comes down like two minutes later, covered in piss and shit, I fall on the floor laughing and laughing. <laughs> Yocker is just is entertained and is like, I'm so excited to be hanging out with Philip. He's funny. No, no, Scott, what would your character do? Both. <laughs> and I are oddly similar in laughing at, at Rick shitting himself. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so you're you're just laughing it up. Uh, Florence? I'm just taken aback. <laughs> I mean, Florence is taken aback. Both. I mean, I think okay. if we can, I want to go out and start having the conversations, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd like, yeah. yes, we should go have those conversations, but um, we should probably also find out what actually happened to Philip. Oh, I don't know. This might be a good time to maybe leave and not be seen with Philip. Yeah. That's... <laughs> we got wow. his money. Let's take a break, make a break for it. I gave him his money back. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got near him while he smelled like that? <laughs> You're pretty brave. This is where the group starts a whole different campaign and leaves, leaves Philip behind. <laughs> there are worse ways to lose a character. <laughs> Old poopy yep, pants your, Philip. Your character got uh, shamed out of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. so crazy. Can, can we start oh. calling him that Michael? Is that the top hitter? Fecal We'll create a Come whole on, new... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yaku think that was funny? <laughs> We're going to have to have a whole new Call of Cthulhu mechanic called shaming. <laughs> if your character just gets shamed so much that it just has to leave an embarrassment. Make All right. Shame roll, uh, Philip. Okay, so this sounds like a good point. Everybody's at kind of a moment. Let's take a little break. Everybody can go pee-pee or wash the shit out of their pants. It's intermission time. The show starts in 10 minutes. Now, it's showtime. And we are back. Michael, take it away. Or Michael, take a drink. I'm on my game tonight. All right. Uh, you three, so Yocker, Harold, and Florence were headed out of the bar. Quentin and Bo are headed probably about halfway towards the mine at this point. Uh, Harold, Florence, Yocker, who are y'all going to go pick on? I think we we're going to go see uh, the carriage driver. Right? Isn't that where we we're starting? Oh, so y'all are headed towards the mine, too. Well, we could start there, but I don't know how much technical information he would have. What I don't know, Harold, do you think you know him well enough that he'd talk to you, or should we try to talk to one of the inventors well, first? I know him really well. Yeah. He, oh, do I, you, Yocker? I, I forgot think about that. He talked yes. to us. He's he's a pretty good sort, and he was pretty happy when I when I made his his carriage bench bounce so his butt didn't hurt so much. That is so creative of you, Harold. Oh, thank you, Florence. Very nice of you to say. Well, Yocker, why don't you take the lead on our friend Alfred? Let's go talk to him. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. 
Okay. Are, are y'all trying to find out info about Lamavo? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we walk over? I mean, how, we're on the way. Are, are we magically there? Do you want us to make walking noises? What it sounds like, like when you walk? Roll for walking. I want to take a hero bear. Run, 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 run. You know, there's all kinds of stray bullets in the Wild West. All kinds. I mean, any given moment, you could just catch one. As long as I don't have to roll this shit myself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rick is Rick is still stunned. He still has poop face on. All right. Uh, then we'll fast forward. Bo and Quentin left first, so we'll go ahead. Unless... Uh, okay. Oh, God. This is, this is not okay. I, I know I, how, I don't, I don't I know how Scott going. feels now when Philip's fingers are in some dude's chest. Oh, to keep come it on. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> it kind of looks like Rick, doesn't it? Is that a selfie? Uh, so I actually have to change OBS to include I ain't that. giving him a wet willy. <laughs> I think a lot more is wet. Oh. Oh. Uh. Is this what people do with their friends now when they get drunk and pass out? Do they place them in urinals and take photos of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So, Bo and Quentin, what's your plan here? Uh, well, we got to get Quentin some uh, duds. And then we uh, just uh, head to the... Uh, the mine manager, find the mine manager and tell them we're looking for work. Well, uh, if we have to. All right. So as you separately, separately, we don't come in together. We'll... Oh, okay. So who's going in first? Uh, I'll go in first. Okay. I'm uh, already dressed appropriately. Okay. And so what you find when you arrive at the uh, kind of the outpost of the mine is uh, what you what you thought was a pile of denim is really like a smoldering burn <clears throat> pile. Mm. Um, OK, so they're burning people's clothes. Yeah. And how many are we talking to make the pile? general uh, yeah it's it, it's probably uh, oh let's see what we come up with here uh, it, it, it's somewhere in the teens and, am i with and, Bo, was i am i with bo or clam, clam out right now no y'all y'all decided to split up um okay and and bo it smells awful Okay, just, but there's there's no human remains in there. It's just the clothing. Yeah. So either this is a nudist mine, or they've disposed of people somehow, and they're burning their clothes separately. That's well, that's, well, that's at least so, what I that's at least what I think. Well, the the clothes get so filthy and um, dangerous from the stuff on it that they have to burn them and give them fresh stuff. Except, sadly, I didn't have that idea because you're too far away. 
Okay. But uh, yeah, you're going to come on it too. So uh, I'm sorry. No, nope, I right. wasn't worded correctly. So, you're so, going to come up, oh, You're God. going to stumble upon the pile as well. So yeah, rather than repeating it, we can bounce ideas around. That's okay. So, you could also, I mean, you could, you could have certainly a different perception of what it is. So Bo, your idea is that it's, it's, uh, uh from uh, dead yeah I, I immediately went for something nefarious okay all right and so, so now my guard is up okay because i thought this was a normal mind job oh and I'm, I'm also the guy that saw the shriveled up husk of a 19 year old right so yeah i'm inclined to think yeah my guard is up definitely okay and so I find someone that I can talk to to point me to the uh, the mine manager or okay. the uh, supervisor or whatever. And foreman? Is there a foreman in a mine? Foreman! That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was dancing around it. Yeah. Okay. And I don't believe, let me just check this double. Nope. Uh, All right, and okay, we'll make a foreman. All right, just... so you see, you as you approach the mine, right, you're kind of walking through a little bit of a tent village on either side of the opening. Uh, they have their own well and stuff, and uh, the well you wouldn't know that uh and you you see the guys at the front of the mine that you saw before and um and, and that same kind of old looking young guy at least that's how you you're, you're seeing it mm -hmm. and uh he sees you approaching you drop some right. people off to work there too am i right uh yeah i did i dropped off a whole like three wagons full of okay. Uh, people. Okay. And uh, so, so the kid sees you approaching, and he says, uh, "He says, oh, uh, you're you're that feller that came by with uh, with all the new recruits not too too long ago." Uh, yeah, a bunch of miners came up from uh, Kansas. I uh, I led them up here. I was. Thinking of getting some work in town, but uh, ain't much to be had. Everyone told me the best work is here at the mine, and having a background in mining myself, I thought, uh, well, maybe uh, this is a place where I can earn some uh, some uh, decent amount of cash. Uh, is the uh, uh, who's doing the hiring around here? Uh, that that'd be cash. He just. Uh... He just took your your buddies away to to show them around and uh, talk uh, talk about arrangements. Okay, well, I guess uh, if you don't mind, I'll just uh, wait out here, have a smoke, uh, wait for him to uh, to come back. Or uh, can you fetch him? Oh, I, I gotta I gotta stay here at the front of the mine, but uh, he, I think you can see that dust cloud over there yonder past those tents i think he told them to get settled down over there and uh uh so he's he's still over there is he yeah 
Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, what, what's, what's your name? My name is, uh, what the fuck is my name? My name is Bo. <laughs> my name's Bo. Uh, uh, what's your name, young man? Uh, uh, my, my friends call me, they, they call me Lintel. I, I, I used to be, well, I, I still, I, I'm Lenny. Lenny. Well, nice to meet you, Lenny. Uh, uh, hopefully, if things work out, uh, we'll be uh, seeing a bit of each other, working working together. Uh, uh, I'll uh, you, I'll head you, on over. You you say you have a, 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 a actually make a make a charm roll. I actually have a background in mining from my backstory. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I know okay. you. Okay. Uh, charm roll. Where the hell's my charm? I don't think I have charm much. Yeah. Or maybe appearance. How about appearance? How's your oh, appearance? that's much better. Yeah. Okay. Let's try that. Uh, yep. I made it. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, uh, oh, uh, you, you said that you, you used to be a miner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, let me see, check my backstory here. Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, gold rush on uh, Pikes Peak in uh, Colorado. You, uh, you, you, you spend a lot of time in the mines? Uh, yeah, fair amount. I was there for, uh, well, a good uh, year at least. And, and then uh, me and my sister... Uh, Headed down to uh, Kansas. Uh, uh, sorry, it, it 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 it's hard for me to keep up with too many things at once. Uh, oh sure, it, it it it's hard work being in the mines. Oh oh yeah yeah I know uh, yeah I know my way around uh, dynamite. I know my way around uh, uh, hammers and whatnot. Oh, pickaxes it's it's i mean it, it you know it, accoutrements i've uh, taken an occasional ride in a in a mining cart and the tracks were only like 20 feet long and then i was like well what the fuck you, that wasn't fun oh, sorry it's hard for me to keep up do you do you do you take are you, you cross-referencing campaigns at this point <laughs> i am Do you uh, do you do you take uh, pre precautions when you're down in the mine? Uh, well, well, yeah, to keep the mine from uh, caving in atop you, uh, and uh, uh, you got to get air into the mine. So, yeah, I know about uh, that. Well, what 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 happens when the air is not so good? Well, you you pump more air in, don't you? Uh, uh, oh, I mean, I never, I never been a coal miner. I, I understand that, uh, you know, that can lead to some serious uh, bits of coughing. Uh, oh, 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 okay. But you, you. Why? Feel what? All what right? sort of? You know, you feel, what, you, what? you feel all right? Oh, I'm, I'm fit as a fiddle, uh, son. You don't look so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you've been breathing down there? Uh, and um, make a luck roll. 
96. Nice. So, um, uh, you see him, you see him turn away and, um, uh, you hear a really, um, foul sound, uh, come out of the, um, the mine. Make a, make a sanity roll. Oh my gosh. No, I failed that. Yeah, it sounds it it sounds like a man squealing, but it, it's so high pitched and and it, you you can't tell if it's uh, it, uh, human, but it's really unnerving to you, and it uh, it'll cost you uh, one point of sanity. Okay, let me mark that off. Sanity, sanity. There we go. And and about that time, from behind you, you hear, uh, "Oh, howdy, partner! Uh, you you new around here, huh?" Uh, yeah, I just uh, rolled into town with those uh, that uh, the three wagons of the uh, other fellas there from Kansas. I was uh, their guide, the one leading them up here. But uh, like I was oh. telling uh, young uh, Lenny I, here, I, I appreciate I, the help. That's uh, that's really great of you. Uh, Cash, Cash Mahoney, what can I do you for? Yeah, my name's Bo. Uh, like I say, I was telling Lenny here, I got a background in uh, mining myself, uh, gold mining up in uh, up in uh, Colorado. Oh, good. You want us to drop you down the hole then? You want to put your uh, skills to work? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. What kind of what kind of uh, pay are you talking? Oh, uh, we pay well. You got any family? Uh, yeah, I got a sister down in uh, uh, Leavenworth, Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. Uh, but you ain't married. You got no kids? No, no. I, yeah, I, I like to travel around, so that would just get in the way. Oh yeah, no, no. We we pay you well and fair. We'll take good care of you. Uh, what'd you say your name is again? Sorry, not so good with the names. Oh, sure. My name is uh, Bo, uh, Mr. Is it Mr. Cash or? Mr. Mahoney. Mr. Mahoney, Mr. Mahoney. Cash. Oh, yeah. Cash. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I uh, I don't mind. The guys around here, they call me Cash. It's fine. Okay. Well, Cash, uh, nice to meet you. I, I heard uh, that you were uh, getting those fellers that I dropped off settled in uh, at their at their campsite. Uh I have to say, I did not plan on uh, mining. I thought I was going to get some work in town. That didn't work out. So I don't have uh, gear. I don't have a, I have my uh, outdoor sleeping gear. I don't have a tent or. Oh, uh, that's uh, okay. Yeah, we, we had a couple of guys move on a few weeks ago and we paid them well enough. They, uh, they left their tent behind. Quentin, where are you in all this? I'll be wandering, uh, wandering up, but uh, slow, just uh, keeping an eye on uh, Bo, make sure he has his interaction and doesn't seem like I'm on his tail. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so that sounds uh, that sounds like a fine arrangement to me. Uh, where should I, uh, where should I set up? Uh, there's a, there's a uh, tent. Uh, oh, about three, uh, three. Three rows up that away. It's got a, a blue triangle on the flap. Uh, you can call it yours as long as you want it. 
I, I like the sound of that. Uh, oh, what time of day is it? Uh, we got to be, let's see, we got to be pushing afternoon at this point, right? Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, you want me to uh, start uh, right this afternoon? All I got to do is throw my gear in the tent. Hey, I, I, I like a motivated guy on my team. That sounds good to me. All righty. I'll be right back. And that'll okay. give old Quentin a chance to saunter up. And indeed, I uh, and Quentin uh, will saunter up to the uh, whatever building it is that it looks like to be. No, no, Qu the... Quentin, are, uh, are you dressed in some of those burnt uh, coveralls? Because remember, you, you can't come up dressed the way you were. Well, going, hello, I'm, Mr. Fancy Pants. I'm going with a different angle. Okay. So uh, I've wandered in and uh, I said, and, uh, uh, greetings, uh, uh, greetings you, sir. And uh, are you the, uh, the um, foreman or manager, the proprietor? Oh, I'm not even sure. I was told to come to this mine for employ. Well, Mr. Fancy Pants, what are you doing mining work? Don't oh, mind me saying... Those fancy hands of yours don't look like they've put in too many hours. Oh, I'm indeed. I'm a friend of a friend of the working class. Yes, yes. I, I do put a day in here or there. Um, no, I came because I was told in town that you were in desperate need of uh, treatment for your miners who have cuts, scrapes, broken arms and broken legs. And in fact, that's what I've done uh, uh, quite, quite a bit. I have extensive knowledge in uh, tending to wounds, you see, uh, of all natures. My past uh, experiences were quite often with, with horrific uh, battle wounds and such like that. But uh, I was told to come down because you were, you were, I was told you were in desperate need of uh, care in that area. Well, um, hmm. I mean, we pay the workers here well enough that they can get their own medical help when they need it. Uh, I don't think Mr. LaForge wants to go paying no highfalutin medical bills. Now, when you say Mr. LaForge, you're talking about uh, a Peter. Pierre. P Pierre. Wait. Yes, Pierre. It's not Jordy. Yeah. Pierre LaForge. So this Pierre, and just off the, you know, Pierre LaForge is not the Peter that was in town in the gunfight. No, no you but you did Pierre? meet him. He's the first fancy guy you met. And you were oh, that's right, talking I mean, yeah. about yeah. each other, how fancy you were. Off, off the train. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I had my peas mixed up. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, oh, you, you're talking about Pierre. Yes, we spoke intimately. He's the one who told me to come. You may call him Mr. LaForge. I know him as Pierre. He said to come as soon as I can. I'm new to town and settle in with a position for being your local nurse and helping whoever is on staff that day. You can ask Mr. him. Mr. LaForge told you to call him Pierre? That's what I... Uh, right off the train, we we, we spoke quite a quite a, quite a, quite a length. It was a, a fascinating, fascinating a conversation. Well, fancy pants, you're welcome to set up your own tent and see the men as they ask for you, and they pay you. But I ain't gonna give you a nickel till I clear it with Mister LaForge, and I sure as hell ain't calling him Pierre. You can call him whatever you will. I'll call him Pierre, but um, I'm where he told me to go, and I hope you're doing the correct thing, too. Otherwise, it's your head, and I heard it could be your head. 
make a persuade roll on that one? No, I have terrible persuasion, but I have good charm. Okay, you could use charm. I mean, either way, that's fine. I didn't, I missed it by just a little bit. <laughs> oh, burn us a little luck. And so he says to you, he says, um, No, uh, like eight points. He says, um, What's he say to you? He says, Yeah, all right. Uh, you put your tent wherever you want over there, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll see what Mr. Mr. LaForge has to say about this matter. Very well. And I look at him and I look and there's a, are you, you look a little peaked. Uh, may I check your eyes for a second? And uh, I just, I lean in as close as I can, uh, making him uncomfortable if I, if I have to. Looking right into his eyes because I want to see uh, if they're bloodshot or anything yellowish or jaundiced or anything a little bit off with them be, from being and he mine. jumps back well hang on what does he do that's uh, not fair yeah he jumps back and uh he says what in tarnation you trying to do you trying to kiss me or something get back up and hold your space and i say sir the only kiss that is coming upon you is perhaps a kiss of death looking at, i said looking at your eyes they have the they have the discolorization and unhealthy uh, appearance of one who is not well at all. I've seen this quite often with the, the soldiers on on the last days when they are suffering from infection. Have you been down these mines of yours or been dallying in uh, unhealthy air? Make a psychology roll. Yeah. I don't know if that's so good either. <laughs> well, that's a terrible. No, I missed that one too. I only have a 10. Okay. And um, he starts to get really kind of frisky and agitated. And um, you're, you're, what, you, what you did see when you looked into his eyes was, was definitely some, some yellowing and some clouding of the pupils. Mm -hmm. um, and, and his skin had like a, um, mm. like a, a a chalkiness to it he's not he's not pale by any means but it just has like a really flat kind of flaky muster to it does that make sense absolutely yeah okay and um and he he starts to as as you 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 paused a little too long staring at him and he, he starts to get really frisky and agitated and he says uh he says, I, I, don't, I don't know what you think you know about me, but if you're one of them snake oil or some of them weird salesmen, I think that you better, you better go just set up your tent and talk to Mr. LaForge or, or me and my both barrels are going to come make you leave this camp right now. And I leaned forward once again and I, I said, sir, uh, you're only pushing off the inevitable. I sell nothing. I only came here with my services to help the men and perhaps help you. I said, by the looks of it, you may only have a month or so left in you. Um, have you had a vegetable or a piece of citrus fruit in the last year? I said, and the air around this whole mine is horrific. And that pile of burning denim you have over on the side 
the contaminated rags of these miners you're burning. Uh, I'm just flat and out he, say that. He, he puts his hand on his holster. By the way, I am having the weirdest deja vu at the moment, which is making it really hard to think. It's kind of mm. crazy. Even like the clocks lining up with it. Really strange. Anyway, uh, he puts his hand on his holster and he cocks back the hammer. He doesn't draw it, but he cocks back the hammer and he says, sir, I do believe you have spoken enough to me. I'm kindly asking you to step back or I will make you step back. And I lean, I lean forward again. I said, your attitude. Oh my God. Here comes attitude, the train again. Said, your attitude has been noted <laughs> and I will be talking to Pierre about your position. I'm very upset with you. All right, oh. make make another persuade roll. This one I got real good. That is a ooh, a hard success. Okay. And um, so you hear the hammer click down as he as he releases it, and you see sweat just like as you say that last line about Pierre, you see the the sweat beat up on his forehead. And apparently you're being adamant about this has really started to affect him. And, um, and he, he, he starts to lose his composure a little bit, the, the adding up of the medical issues and uh, the assurance that you know who Mr. LaForge is really starts to work on him. And he says, I, 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 you just, you, you take your place and you set up tent and I'll, I'll I'll be with you later. And I just lean I just say one more thing and I said I said you do know that Pierre is a little upset about the death rate of the miners. When miners die, he's not happy. When miners die, it's unprofitable. You do understand that. Uh, 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 and then before uh, he says anything, and I said, when mines are unprofitable, who's to blame? Those killing, I said, those killing the miners. And if you're keeping them down there too long in this air, perhaps it's your fault. That's what I would have to tell him. And and he uh, he just turns off in a huff, and uh, uh, he you you obviously got to him. You really got into his head with that. Um, he's not going to be your friend anytime soon. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he heads off, uh, presumably to go find Mr. LaForge. And I'm out. I'm outside of the uh, all my tent. Although, hang, hang on, Bo. I'm sorry. Let me let me stop you for just a second. Make a luck roll. Okay. There's you? one other thing too. If he if he went off when I was talking to him, so I'll do my luck roll, which my luck is. Oh boy, where is that luck? Oh wow, it's pretty darn good. I got a great luck and I rolled an 86, so I missed it. <laughs> oh, no. okay. Although I'm going to take this opportunity and I, and I guess this is where you persuade the keeper into something. So my whole thing was uh, to convince him to charm him of some sort or I the don't. rattling is just as good. So where I was talking to him, I suppose is some sort of little foreman building or um, such like that. And if he scampered off and there's no one there, I'm going to take the instantaneous action um, of looking for pertinent files or health files or anything that is sitting on a desk because of my past nature of being a spy. I should be pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he is, um, he's definitely, uh, he's, he's making his way through the camp. 
Um, and presumably the way things left it, he's headed to, to find Mr. LaForge and talk to him. Mm -hmm. um, where would his, um, you notice among this kind of tent city, uh, there is a, a little more of a one room solid structure uh, uh, among the tents that would certainly be uh, the foreman's house. Okay. I uh, quickly make my way that way um, as if off on uh, very important business. I was going to say with these half-drugged miners about, it seems like they are all in a daze. And if you uh, are dressed the way uh, Quentin is dressed and you, you pretend you are important, they'll take you as important. Um, and... Yeah, as you as you walk through them, there's a lot of lumbering and um, just kind of shiftlessness uh, as they move about camp with not a whole lot of motivation. Uh, what you do find is um, uh, the, the 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 you do pass through the group that Bo led up there uh, that seems quite able-bodied and healthy. And they're unpacking their stuff, and you know what they did. They bring some wagons with them, Bo. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they did with their wagons, but yeah, they had three. Yeah, so they wagons. had like yeah, so they had wagons full of stuff, and they're you know they're unpacking and kind of setting up their uh, their more their less temporary home, I guess I should say. Mm -hmm. But it seems as if they're a group of uh, miners who haven't yet ventured into the mine. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I also, I'll keep my eyes about for Bo if I, you know, see him because I know he was ahead of me uh, looking to... Uh, oh, that, that's what I was going to say is I'm conspicuously <clears throat> outside my tent fussing with it so that uh, you could see me if you were uh, looking for me. Okay. Yeah. And, and especially the way you walked up, you would have seen him... Uh, you would have seen him walking towards his tent, so you know kind of the general direction and location he was in. Okay, so I look over that. I look over in that direction, and if I uh, if I do see him, I use a uh, I use a hand gesture. You know, nothing too obvious, but like you know, as a as a, a sort of pseudo wave, but then you kind of scratch the back of your head. You know, it's like a third base coach in baseball. <laughs> I can dig it. So, yep, I see you uh, and. I know that you know where I am, so if we need to uh, uh, but, uh, meet up later. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess that's under, good. Under cover of darkness. Yeah. Um, and then I head towards the, uh, I quickly head towards the hut. Okay. And um, all right. And you make your way, I, I assume, are you going inside? Oh, yeah. Okay. And... How about a little luck roll as you go inside of it? Okay. Once again, this is my this this would be my spying portion of my uh, my path. So I don't know if that gives okay. me any. any well, help. you could if you want to use if you want to use sneak or something that you have that's a little better than luck, go for it. Um. Oh no, my luck is definitely better. Okay. And ooh, we definitely get it real easy. Oh, good. I'm glad you didn't trip and burn the whole place down. That's nice. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, there's really not much of a, a door to speak of. It's more of a 
hung tapestry over the opening mm -hmm. and um you you poke your head inside and there's of course a a a, a real bed uh which in these circumstances is pretty fancy um and then there's uh some other personal possessions kind of scattered about uh there seems to be let's 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 dig into old cash for a second and find out a little bit more about him oh that's interesting nice aha very good very good okay um tell me what you do inside there um like, I what are you look looking for, i would look for a trunk anything that uh, looks um like where someone would try to hide something behind the trunk in a trunk under the bed places like that that's the first place you go yeah um oddly there's no trunk in the room uh what there what there is is a dresser um uh, so like a little uh the as you're as you're kind of looking around um it's not very portable the insides right it doesn't look like somebody who hopped into town and then and then just lighted for a little bit right uh, everything kind of looks more permanent uh, there, there's even a, a mirror on the wall and a bucket and a straight razor for shaving um, and make a make a spot hidden check. Um, oh, I don't have the greatest spot hidden, but oh, my goodness. I got, did I, oh, no, that's a 50. Nope, I missed it. OK, and I got of hand, though, <laughs> that's OK. Um, you, um, you, uh, uh, kneel down to look under the bed mm -hmm. and, um, as you do, um, you, you step in some goopy stuff next to the side of the bed, which, uh, uh leaves a, a footprint mark right next to the bed of your boot or, you know, a boot print, I guess I should say. Mm -hmm. um, but under the bed is a um, is a, a small metal box. Okay. The first thing I do is uh, that goopy stuff that has the boot, boot print in it. I smear it so there's no more boot print in it. Okay. Um, and then uh, I reach under for the uh, the metal box. Okay. Um, and when you do, uh, you also notice that on top of the metal box is a um, uh, a small notebook uh, and a pencil. Perfect. Uh, a quick perusal a of the notebook in whatever light there it, might be. Names. It's all names. Hmm. Uh, no dates, <laughs> just names. Okay. Probably of uh, miners, deceased miners, things like that. That's what I'm guessing. So I make a note of a couple of them if I can. Okay. Um, so if there's nothing, if it's just names, uh, I look at, you know, I try to memorize maybe the first four or five of them. Okay. Um, and then uh, the metal box. Hang on. Let me give you the, I'll give you the first four names. Mm 
Okay, there is uh, Jack Becker, uh, Melissa Becker, Micah Becker, and Tommy Becker. Interesting. And then I just make a quick note of uh, if it goes into another family. Um, it does. Okay. I was going to say, I won't be writing those down, but I'll just note that it's whole lists of families. Most curious. Um, all right. And then the, the metal box, is it uh, just a, a jiggle of it should show if it's locked or not? Yeah, and it is. Okay. Um, how big is it? It's, it's not terribly big. It's probably about uh, 10 inches long, about uh, four inches wide, and uh, four or five inches deep. Give it a shake. Okay. And um, it, it clunks. It clunks. It, it clunks. clunks. All right. Uh, hmm. I, I'm going to give the lock a go with my locksmith. I actually have a locksmith ability. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Okay. Oh, I missed by two. So I'm going to burn two luck to do it. Okay. Seems worth it. Okay. And um, you, uh, you, you pop it open, and um, you're you're a little underwhelmed, to be honest. Uh, there, there's there's a rock inside. There's a large, and that's it. Just a, a very dark stone. Um, yeah. All right. Lava. So I look around if I can find a uh, some sort of satchel bag, simple piece of canvas or burlap or such like that in the room. Uh, sure, make a luck roll on that. My luck is getting lower. Oh my goodness, a four. Wow, yeah, so what do you want? You tell me. Uh, a velvet pouch. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I mean, do you want a velvet pouch? Sure, a velvet pouch with a string top, purple. Okay, so you rifle through uh, his dresser and um, you find this velvet pouch and um, you empty it out. Um, it has some jewelry in it. I, like emptied it. In, I emptied it into the metal box. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, when you empty it out, uh, some some things fall out. Uh, not like very fancy or expensive jewelry, but definitely uh, women's jewelry. Um, there's a locket and um, a, a couple of earrings, and um, it, you know, just kind of like odds and ends like that. A few rings. Um, that changes it. Uh, I obviously realize this is probably the Beckers and other people's jewelry he's absconding and so uh that is not a good thing um hmm well that's interesting i don't want it but i will i'll put it in the metal box a little bit of confusion and then the rock comes out 
Okay. And there's probably, um, the, there's quite a bit of jewelry, obviously, because it's, uh, uh, yeah, I mean. Actually, this would be good, uh, good evidence. Oh, actually, you know what? Would the rock fit in the velvet bag with uh, the jewelry? Sure. With that kind of luck roll, I, I guess it would. Yep. I'm going to take the rock and the jewelry. The jewelry is hard evidence of some nefarious doings. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the metal box, then I will replace, I'll put something heavy in it. Like I don't, I'll look around if I can find an old shoe in the corner that he's not been using or something like that. Yeah. I think with a, a luck roll like that, there's a, uh, uh, there's an ordinary, uh, as you as you take a look around um he appears to be interested in different stones because there's just some other rocks sitting around that he's been collecting that are kind of unique shapes and sizes great i switch it with his uh with his one of his favorite rocks of whatever sedimentary level okay (laughs) all right and then, uh, so I think I have enough, uh, having looked around this stone, this jewelry, it kind of, is, it's telling me a story already. And then I, uh, I open the flap, I take a quick, quick peek left and right, using my, uh, using my experience in doing such an, such uh, investigative measures, and to see if anyone's coming and then walk, like you do, confidently out, not sneaky. Okay. And I walk toward towards Bo's tent. Sounds good. And uh, and I head over that way. And I believe he was was it getting towards the evening. He was going to bed down for the evening. No, it's still afternoon. Still afternoon. And I just come by and I stand at the front of it. And uh, I'm looking forward, but I I just I lean over my shoulder and I'm like, Bo, Bo. Okay. And I uh... you'd probably be getting close to supper time, Bo. Just to give you an idea. Okay, I uh, I nod so you know I'm listening, but I keep my back turned to you. Yep, and I say, I said, oh, for the love of God, don't go down that mine. I said, uh, everyone's ill, dying and such. You've seen it, but I think it's worse than we think. And uh, perhaps one day in there might be, a, might be to your extreme health detriment. It dawned upon me that uh, something was horribly wrong. And even looking at the uh, fellow you talked to, Cash, He's not well, and I'm not even sure he goes down the mine. Well, uh, I, I, uh, when I was standing at the opening of the mine, I heard some god-awful unnatural caterwauling coming from inside. I mean, it shook me. It shook me deep. I'm, I ain't no coward, but uh, mm. with your idea backing me up, I don't think I want to go down to that mine either. Stay till uh, stay till the sun. Did goes. you uh, did you find enough uh, from poking around that you? I, f- I found a few curious things: uh, a list of names, obviously jewelry from the dead, and some sort of odd stone. I believe we should go back to town and look for a source or people who have more understanding of this than us. Perhaps uh, someone has books on it, or there's someone with more uh, ingenuity than us uh, who has been here longer. But uh, okay, we should... well. I'll stay put. Uh, it's going to be dinner time pretty soon, and that'll be a good cover for uh, wandering off and uh, not together. You, uh, yeah, you head back as soon as you can, and I'll duck out as soon as I can, and we'll meet back meet back in town. 
absolutely. I, was, I, was, I used a bit of a story on Mr. Cash. So if you hear uh, any uh, yelling yeah. or Mr. LaForge going on and on about anything. Yeah, um, if, I, if I get in any trouble, I'll yell pancake. <laughs> I, I thought the word was Geronimo. Geronimo. <laughs> no, Geronimo. Yeah, Geronimo. Or Geronimo's pancake. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. So then um, I just, uh, I, I duck around the back of Bo's tent. Um, and I, I will look for a way that's uh, not the not the main route to make my way away from camp. Okay, perfect. And I'll just uh, I'll wait for supper. Uh, I'd like to just uh, chat with a, a couple of the guys. In I don't want to go in the mine, but while we're sitting around eating, I can chat with a couple of guys. See if I can uh, find out anything. And I'll wander off to take a dump and never come back. <laughs> um, I, I is there is there anything so um, you know about supper time? The campfires start to come out and um, they start cooking some stuff. You know, they start putting some food on, and uh, for the most part, right? I I would describe the people there in various states of meandering, right? Or malaise. Um, okay, I'll, uh, I'll go up to uh, one of the ones that seems really kind of out of it. Okay. Like really wandering aimlessly around. And uh, I'm gonna like bump into him and go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, so careless of me. And then I'll, uh, like get them by the shoulders like I'm trying to keep them from toppling over and uh, look them right in the face. What do I see? Gaunt and vacant. You know. Oh, you, you look uh, you look half asleep and I like shake his shoulders. Oh. You you probably should bend oh, down. Oh, no, don't don't shake me. I'm so sore. Oh, what you sore from? So tired. Oh, uh, how many hours you put in down in the mines a day? Uh, oh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, well, you take care of yourself. Then I go find someone a little more lucid. Okay. I go, uh, hey there, uh, mind if I join you? My name's Bo. Just, uh, just started here. Oh, Come on over, Bo. Uh, Napa oh. Squad, I got some beans on the fire. Oh, sounds good. Uh, where you hail from? Uh, Topeka. Oh, Topeka. Well, I just come up from uh, Fort Leavenworth. No kidding. Yeah, well, oh. holy shit. Uh, what brought you up here? Ooh, you know, same thing brought most of us, I guess. Riches, right? Yeah, yeah. How's that working out for you? Oh, good. I, oh, they're paying me well. They're paying me well. Now, I couldn't help but notice, uh, you know, there are no miners in town. You know, people aren't in there spending their, their hard-earned cash on uh, liquor and uh, women. Every other mine in town I've been in, uh, bars, oh. taverns are packed with uh, miners. Hadn't hadn't thought much about it. I mean, that, I'm a family man myself. I, uh, oh, oh, where's your where's your family? 
Oh, they're 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 in town. Uh, just been so tired lately. They're in town, eh? Where are they where are they staying in town? Oh, they uh the the oh the Mister Mister uh oh sorry my head just hurt so bad tonight. Uh, Mister Mahoney, he he makes sure that. You know, our wives and children, they got some boarding houses in town that they, they put them up in. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. They're, uh, it's, uh, it's classy taking care of a man's family like that. Uh, it, it, yeah, just, it is. Uh, they, they, they pay us well and they, they take good care of them. Yeah, I, I just got another question. Uh, you know, I haven't gone. Uh, tomorrow will be my first day down in the mines. Uh, oh, I yeah. was... Yeah, I was standing at the open of the mine and I heard something sounded like a, an animal screeching. Do you ever hear anything like that? Some sort of animals loose down there? I mean, well, you've been mining before, sir? Oh, yes, yes. I spent a year uh, in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes things happen in the mine. I mean... It ain't the easiest work. That's why they pay us well to do it. Yeah, yeah. How many? Uh, uh, how many uh, men have uh, have died? Do you think since you've been starting here? It is dangerous, but uh, you know some mines are more dangerous than others, depending upon uh, who dug them and the uh, the care that uh, management puts into it, maintaining them. I mean, is there like uh, a high death rate here in compared to you know? I don't know what you're. I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, you know, occasionally there's an injury. Somebody gets hurt, hits somebody with a hammer, something like that. But I mean, ain't been no cave-ins. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, that was my concern. I don't want to get trapped in no damn mine. No, you're gonna be. You're gonna be fine. Oh, my head tonight okay, just well, hurt. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll grab a plate of beans. Uh, you know what? First, uh, nature calls. I'm gonna <laughs> go take care of that before I hunker down and eat my beans. But uh, yeah, you take care of yourself. Right after supper, you should go lie down at first spell. You too, good feller. You too. You too. Yep. Nice meeting you. And then nice, I, nice meeting you. I do the same thing and sort of wander off through the tents beyond, like I'm gonna take care of business and then just keep on walking. Okay. Cool. And unless anybody has anything they want to do quick, uh, that's probably a good place to wrap it for the night. All right, then. Sounds good to me. Close them up, Harold. That was absolutely hilarious. Um, so I wasn't prepared for this, but let's do... Uh... Let's do this. Thank you for joining us tonight under the library. We've had all kinds of excitement, including fecalphilia and troth defiling. Join us next week. Uh, you can find us online under the library.com and the show well if you're listening to it it has been published but it is actually going to be published this week starting with our first three episodes so thank you 
and we will see you next time. Have a good night.